Andy, why did we have to go back to the island? (laughs) Andy, I didn't want to go back, but we're back on the island. Well, that's what happens when you're a bad watcher. Andy. <laughs> Andy. It's delightful. I love the island. It's beautiful. It's sandy. It's filled with angry CGI sharks. It's the best. Andy, they're still in the same clothes and they still look so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know those angry khaki pants that get, they get stuck in places you don't want to go. you've guessed by now listeners he's andy that guy's evan and this is bad watch a podcast where we watch the shit out of shit and in this case for our second ever bonus episode we went back to (laughs) the island into the the darkness (laughs) or as i like to call it the island two electric boogaloo Mm, no nope because there was because there was lightning get it yep (laughs) so this episode is titled the gorgeous palaces which i'm not really certain why like there's i'm assuming because they find that decrepit resort which they see for they show on screen for all of 30 seconds max i bet the hotel whose land they were filming this on really didn't appreciate the post-production effects to make it look like shit where they're like look it's all covered with vines but it has running water i don't think anyone associated with this production was pleased that they are now tied to it i would now now that's an interesting point where on earth was the island filmed you know what? So if we just like skip talking about the island and just go into talking around yeah, the baby, island. Yeah, baby, let's riff. Let's rap. I'm a uh, yes. production. Okay. Um, Their lighting um, was all okay, I guess. <laughs> Their, uh, <laughs> we already talked to the special effects. Also not, not great. Um. So this was filmed <laughs> offshore, as they say, in Pinewood in Domina Studios, Dominican Republic, San okay. Pedro de Macoris, and Las Terrenas, Semana, Dominican <laughs> Republic, from October 15th, 2018 to December 19th, 2018. Now, what is the what are the numbers there? That's uh, three months. Uh-huh. Three months uh-huh. they spent filming seven episodes of television. I, I think they wrote it then, too. I think the writer, creator, auteur, Neil LaBute, or as we call him, Neil Butthead. That joke didn't land. As I like to call him, Neil LaButt. Yeah, we talk we talk very often about Mr. Mr. Butthead, uh, I, LaBute, quite a bit, actually. He's a favorite I, topic of I, ours. Oh, who, he has his own Wikipedia page. Oh my God, let's go. <laughs> This, this is, I've this gone is down hole. the I've gone down the rabbit hole of masochism, baby. <laughs> I'm excited. How many how many steps till till we get to Batman from this? Okay, Neil Labutt is an American playwright, film director, screenwriter, and actor. He is best and known for monster. Uh, 
You missed that part. He is well. We can edit. This is Wikipedia, so we have that power. <laughs> he is best known for a play that he wrote and later adapted for film in the Company of Men way back in 1997. He wrote okay. and directed the films Your Friends and Neighbors 1998, Possession 2002, based on the A.S. Byatt novel The Shape of Things 2003, based on his play of the same name. The Wicker Man, Some Velvet Morning, and Dirty whoa, whoa, whoa. Weekend. No, hold, hold, you hold your horses <laughs> right flipping there. No, and granted, there. he you, directed no, the no. remake of Wicker Man, not the original and highly celebrated film. Not the Nick Cage Wicker Man? It is the Nick Cage Wicker Man. That is okay, the remake. That, so you, hold on, you take that back. That is the highly celebrated <laughs> film, Wicker Man. <laughs> oh, that was at B-Fest. It was, it's so good. And, oh my god, I can't believe that I've been sucked back into this man's universe. <laughs> this makes me so happy. Now oh, this so is, we did this. This is fascinating because The Shape of Things is a play and it was adapted into a movie with the same name and it's a play that i would love to see because i've discussed it in a creative writing class and it okay. sounds so intriguing and so well written really? and and i want to know all the things because it's about <laughs> it's about an art student who for her thesis project she starts dating paul rudd <laughs> playing himself no it's paul rudd the actor playing a character <laughs> and she gets him to change basically everything about his life. Okay. And she said, I couldn't change the world, but I decided to change one person's world is like her big line. And the boyfriend has no idea what's happening when she presents him as her thesis project. Oh my God. That's horrific. It sounds incredible though, right? It sounds horrific in the best way. Yes. No, that yes. For like the character tension and like the arc and then the betrayal. That sounds delicious. Uh, how 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 did that person generate these things? <laughs> oh no, he's Mormon. You know, I don't I don't know if that explains anything, but it feels like it explains some things. Dum 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 dum. Let's oh, riff, boy. baby. Did you have you ever seen Masters of Sex? No. It's a different show entirely, but I like to think that <laughs> it has a theme song of some sort that goes. We're the masters of sex. The masters of sex, <laughs> similar to the Lollipop Guild there in the Wizard like of a Oz. Bunch of sh- a bunch of yeah, short people singing that with a heavy amounts of makeup. <laughs> Fucking Neil LaButt, get off my dick. Okay. Yeah, and and off of Bad so, Watch, so and my, off of the island. Get, how, how the mighty have fallen. I don't. What the hell is he doing? This I mean, person. he made Wicker, Wicker Man. He's already a champion. He a champion, a B-Fest champion already. So this isn't like a stretch. But the fact that he made something that sounds amazing, like The Shape of Things, well, horrifying, but also amazing. There's a there's a bit of a jarring disconnect there. <laughs> yes, I think. <laughs> okay, you, you know what? In I think this is what the industry insiders call a cash grab. So <laughs> let us begin. Chase Wait, this. I would not call this a cash grab. It's so bad. And it's panned, as far as I can tell, right? Everyone hates it, right? Neil LeButt got paid, baby. He don't care. He make that money. Okay, episode he make, two. He made that money, and he got to go on a nice Dominican Republic vacation. For three so, months. Yeah. I mean, he's doing fine. Mm-hmm. We open on our intrepid hero, Alita Battle Angel, a.k.a. Chase, <laughs> who 
blinks into the sun. It's like midday for some it's reason. It's like midday. She just wakes up because she decided to nestle into the sand and just and just woke up in like this really uncomfortable position and it's midday. So she's just been like baking for hours. Yeah, no one has sunburn on this program, <laughs> including Chase. But she sees off in the shark-infested waters a raft with a tent on it. Yeah, it's like it's, like it's yeah, like a roof or something. So she's like, oh, well, I'm going to go check that out, which is uh, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she immediately uh, cuts her foot on a shard of something. A, a shard of sand. Uh, yeah, she cuts her foot. And, and starts bleeding, and then it's like, I'm going to get in that water, because this, this is, is a great This is idea. Chekhov's blood, but you don't have to wait until the third act, because she starts <laughs> swimming, and the camera zooms way out into the sky, and you Did see she? her swimming, like, what looks like the distance across the English Channel, because all of a sudden, yeah, this raft tent is miles away from shore. It looks, yeah, they zoom out, it's like, oh, that's like, that's going to be real rough there. And then they zoom back in, it's like, you're 30 feet away. And then they zoom back up, and it's like, I don't, I can no longer have a frame of reference for any of this. Yes. Also, didn't she leave her pants on when she went swimming? She was swimming fully clothed. <laughs> yep. They don't have swimsuits. They just have their white shirts and olive green khakis. I yeah, I guess she didn't, she's like, I'm not, I'm not going to go skimpy, so I'm going to swim with my pants on. And I was like, that sounds awful. You know what? I bet in the Masters of Sex, they just wear, like, lab coats and shit, and they look badass. Well, that, no, that, that'd be That's a show science. I haven't seen, but Lizzie Kaplan is in it. And uh, <laughs> what's his name? The guy who has the name of another guy who's famous, too. He dated, <laughs> he dated Sarah Silverman. He's British. He, like, did that, that show, <laughs> said he was retiring from acting, dated Sarah Silverman, and then he's like, just kidding. I'm going to be in all the acting things now. He's on um, right. <laughs> Good Omens, which I haven't watched. That's another show. Oh, I like that show. He's the, the good angel opposite David Tennant. Who's that guy? Oh, okay. Who cool. is that guy? I don't know. That's, that's Jim Bob. O.J. Simpson. Man. Nope. <laughs> very close. Very close. Simon Michael, Cowell. Michael Jackson. Nope. Nope. I'm, now I'm, just, no. I'm trying to think of famous people, British or otherwise. <laughs> Idris Elba. Mm, not quite. <laughs> close, but no cigar, as they say. Oh, man. It's David, really not important. <laughs> David Cunningham. I've got to look it up now. Good omens. Why? Why? Because anything is better than the Island 2 electric boogaloo. See, you're just... This is this is like we're at the dentist's office. We're trying to get through this. And all you're doing is postponing the inevitable right now. We're going to discuss... I got it. Insanity. His name is Michael Sheen. G- great. I feel we have grown as a group, as, as listeners, as bad watchers. We have grown together. And you moment. know what? I'm not going to go down this Wikipedia rabbit hole, but I don't believe he's a, he's related to the American Sheens. Martin. <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely not. Martin and Charlie. Okay. Very well, distantly. You know, Andy, I'm just trying to keep things light here so I don't die on the <laughs> island. But she, okay, so back to the we, show. We have suggested, we've talked about this, and we're going to do the whole show. We're going to do the whole season. And I, I'm going to make it as unpleasant for you as possible. <laughs> because you? it was your idea, and I regret agreeing to it very much. <laughs> but yes, okay, I'm, I'm going to try and be professional now. Now that we're 12 minutes into recording or so. Um... Chase cuts her foot swimming to the now very far distant raft tent 
And now very far distant, now close, now very far distant, now yeah, close. Yeah, the camera can't decide how close or far <laughs> away it is. And then more crafty CGI, sharks drift by, and there's like there's yes. music, but it's like obviously she's gonna make it, because no one's yes. there to help her, so it's like it's either also she dies the- now or she makes it. There's just no tension in the whole scene. And also, we have come to believe that she is somehow the heroine of this series. So for her to die in the opening minutes of yeah. episode two, I don't know. It'd be kind of thrilling, I guess. Neil LeBlue, <laughs> Neil LeBlue, you still got it, baby. <laughs> I, Even though she started this, the, this <laughs> show by stealing something from her neighbor. Like, immediately. And she sten- ostensibly <laughs> is stealing stuff from all of the other people because she finds on the raft, spoiler alert, she yes. does evade all the sharks. And then I guess just waits for the raft to wash ashore, which surely took three days. There, like there it, was, it was so there was far a paddle. away. <laughs> there was, was a paddle. There? Yeah, there was. Huh. She puts it together. There was, and she's it's like, one paddle and it's like an octagon though. How is she just not out there doing loop-de-loops? Because it's one paddle <laughs> like, and a circular raft. Like a one-legged rabbit just the, hopping it, in a it, circle. Yeah, I'm serious. It's like Eugene Levy's two left-footed character in Best in Show. How is he not always walking in circles? There was abuse in my family, but it was mostly of a musical nature. If you get tired, pull over. I wish I could. (laughs) So she gets the tent, rides it to shore, because she's like, I don't know, Moana now? She's she's got, yeah, she comes to shore, and now she has huge (laughs) arms and shoulders, and she's just a beast mode. She drags the the raft into shelter, covers it, and sneaks, like, like, like she's doing this, it like I was like, this is at least like so it was already midday, and she has done this whole thing. It spent like at least an hour and a half paddling it in. She drags it through the shore, hides it, and no one t- tracks her at all. Yeah, <laughs> and then everyone she, else yeah, is she, dead asleep still, despite it being two <laughs> in the afternoon. And she and she finds bullets and medicine. Well, and the some Wikipedia re- recap tells us what she finds. So okay. <clears throat> she finds two boxes. One holds first aid items and the other is locked. There's a backpack that contains objects all connected to the number 39. Now, I would like to pause and briefly object here. I would not say they are related to the number 39 so much as they are branded with the number 39. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Someone Someone saw Westworld. And we're like, man, that whole thing where they just like keep whispering about how things are like mystical and might mean like deeper meaning stuff. And there's a maze on symbols. I don't know. They were like, let's just make 39 a number that we need to track. See, I think you're <laughs> assuming that Neil LeButt has an HBO subscription. I'm confident he saw that, that movie 23 with Jim Carrey. And he's like, ah, yes, this shall be my magnum opus. My numberology film. <laughs> There's also, in addition to the number 39 branded objects, there's a paddle and gun ammunition, as Andy said. So the box she can't open comes up later. She takes the medicine and all the other stuff, and she's like, 39. Then there's a gratuitous Baywatch run. I believe that's when this comes up. Is it? Yeah, because she sees someone waking up or something. Oh and she, yeah, and I mean, so she like, like it, just, it just runs. It's a mile away down the beach, but she has to race to get there <sighs> be, because all of her stuff is hidden, and she wants to act natural. So naturally, yeah, she sprints <laughs> down the beach. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense other than the fact Neil Labutt is a, a is a dirty bird, and he wanted a Baywatch run on his TV she, show. 
And she meets she meets Brody. Is that the guy who tried to rape her attacker thing? Yes, white boy Brody. That guy. And he he is for this entire episode. I just like his theme for this episode is must watch fire. That's his whole thing. And it's got to be boiling hot. They're not cooking food <laughs> until later. Well, they like, are later in this episode, but he's not at this point in time. It's he's like, just like, hey, can you watch this fire? And then like, she's like, like yeah, sure. Don't rape anyone. <laughs> I yeah, I wish that was what happened actually. Because he does rape someone in this episode, too. Neil the Butt has got some stuff to work on. <laughs> I do. Yikes. If, I'd appreciate it if he just worked on it with his therapist instead of working through Netflix. <laughs> Two therapists. I don't, I don't know. He, he needs to go to couples therapy where he sees a pair of married therapists. And they're like, you're a bad person. Both of us tag agree. Team. Tag me in, therapist. Tag me in. <laughs> so then she's wearing the backpack. And the token black guy, Cooper, mm-hmm. is, he's around, and they're, like, trying to be friends, right? That's what happens. Yes, yeah, and, he, and he's, she, she's like, well, I mean, promise you won't tell people. And, he, and she makes him cross his heart and hope to die, which was, um, I, I think, an attempt to be cute, but not very interesting in any way. And She then, does not have the charisma or charm to make that cute. <sighs> yeah, but yeah, yes, I think so you're correct. He's like, okay, and they look, and he's like... And she's like, don't tell the others. And he's like, oh, okay, I won't tell them that you have a pack of gum with a number 39 on it. That's that's pretty it's pretty amazing. No, it's uh, a, a pack of gum connected to the number 39, Andy. It's got the symbol on it, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing. Um, but, yeah, they are making friends. And then uh, Brody and the heterochromia girl what's her name the the actress with with some some oomph for the show i don't remember her name but yeah blue yeah, crush her. chase no that's no. the main no, character's the, name in the fiction kc is the is the heterochromia girl who's i don't remember yes. her actress, heterochromia blue crush and brody they go off into the woods i guess to finally find water right well they already knew about the water but she's just she, they go to like, get it or something yeah something like that and (laughs) she's asking brody like so what happened between you and chase no don't interrupt strange don't interrupt because it is very strange and i have to get through this because she (laughs) says the word nothing approximately 70 times and it's the worst thing that's ever happened on television yeah it's so yes because she's like so what happened and he shrugs and he goes nothing and she goes nothing 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 Nothing, 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 nothing like this, nothing like this, and then right in there, and it's super weird. It's very strange. It is the weirdest pseudo seduction ever conceived. It's very bizarre because none of it was like like teenager shit. Like it's like it seems like this would be an awkward first kiss where one of the partners pulls away and is like, that was a mistake, but no, they keep going. Mm-hmm. And then we find out apparently he attacked her. So yeah, or so, later it's, she it's admits, very vague. Later it's not thankfully it's left off screen. Unlike his assault on chase, but she later tells one of the other women on the Island that Brody did in fact assault her and rape her after she kissed him. So that's fun. Well, and, then, and it was sort of a, it was sort of, I mean, I don't know if that's how rape victims sometimes act, but the other woman like badgered her into saying that. 
And based on the fact that in the first episode she was a very manipulative character, I couldn't tell if that was her character being manipulative in order to curry like sympathy or like fa- I didn't like I was like I can't. She started out really manipulative, so I have no like no barometer to tell if this character and you're, is. You're assuming there's character. a through line for any of these characters going from episode to episode. And I, I, would I hope think so. I don't <laughs> think we can make that assumption. Don't do that to me. I'm gonna I, can't walk in each episode. Let's watch. think of this as an anthology series where the characters are different each time the show begins a new episode. <laughs> you're making it so much. That worse. would make so much more sense though for what is happening. <laughs> Because, yes, so let's briefly cover all of Casey's arc, such as it is in this episode. She comes back from getting water with Brody, and Chase, like, tries to bug her and be like, did anything happen out there? You've been awfully quiet, Casey. And then Casey storms off, and one of the other, like, very bland chicks on, well, I shouldn't say chicks, one of the other very bland, boring women with no personality or character traits follows her to the, to the <laughs> did, beach. Did, in, in your head, did that make it better? <laughs> well, that makes it sound like they're poorly written as opposed to I'm objectifying women by calling them chicks. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Which is really all I intended. But anyway, <laughs> that she follows KC and is trying, she's, what Andy said, she's badgering KC into admitting that she was raped. And both of the, both sides of this conversation are so poorly written because Casey then goes has this whole monologue that starts with oh, yeah. I hate women and <laughs> and yeah, I wish and- this is one of the unfortunate times where her very strange southern accent reappears <laughs> and the other person basically doesn't listen to anything Casey says yes, and, and she's so like strange. did he attack you and Casey just nods and she goes then that's what happened which I guess is like a fine way to end it. Like if you were attacked, you were attacked. But she doesn't, I guess they're never going to address all of Casey's internalized misogyny. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, like it didn't, I, like there was so much going on there. And there's and again, weird slut shaming, like admit you were raped. <laughs> it's like, so I mean, you, you could, uncomfortable. You could, like you initiated, maybe you did enjoy whatever happened next. We don't know what happened next. It's, we're just, it just, I just don't so know, especially with gross. how manipulative she was in the beginning so there's just zero information it's very like it's like okay so maybe she was attacked okay i think there's no information and chase i don't think chase says anything about it does he chase is a girl the main character Not, oh i keep saying everyone is chase to me sure. <laughs> brody 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 doesn't, doesn't say anything <laughs> and pretty soon he doesn't say anything ever again dun 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 because well <laughs> First, well, let me just say again, her whole monologue, I hate women. Now, granted, that could be taken out of context and really damage a future political career that I do not aspire to. But you know what? I just want to let the record stand that that is what she says in this monologue. That is not I, Evan Stoner's personal view. Uh, It's sort of like where Norm MacDonald does those jokes from the perspective of Hitler's dog. And he's like, Hitler's great. You know what? I should. Oh, God. All of this was. I am not Norm MacDonald. I just realized. This, this episode is going to be fodder forever. Oh. Okay. Remember when you said this episode? God. Oh, man. You, well, you're not wrong. I did say it. but So in my in my notes, I have. That's a knife, which I don't I don't remember the context for. But at some point, Chase has a knife that Brody mm-hmm. takes from her and threatens Cooper with. 
Well, Brody Brody takes Chase's knife. Well, yes. And they're, they're competing because they walk in and she's like, look, I've got, I think this one, she goes, look, I've got a bigger spear or something. <laughs> and that's, no, she's, that's it's probably- very, she's like trying to shame him into having a small dick or something. She's like, I had a bigger one just like it or something. Because he made it, he fashioned a spear to catch fish, which is the first time they've eaten meat on the island. And finally, and then, they have something one to character, cook on the fire. Yeah, one they've character been who's actually concerned so about carefully. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, budget Dane DeHaan. <laughs> He's like, yeah, there's I'm two blonde se- and dorky looking. Let's catch some fish, guys. <laughs> like, there's two separate encounters with Brody where he wants people to watch the fire. It's like there's there's really nothing going on in this episode. You know, maybe maybe Neil Labutt still has some mojo, and he's like, I want you to improvise. He's like, you, Brody, you're Matthew McConaughey, except definitely without talent. And you... And rapey. Also, you have to rape two people in the first two episodes. Make it work! (laughs) Don't defend the shoe, or whatever Tim Gunn says. I don't know. Anywho, that's a knife. Then... Okay, so recovering recovering the pacing here. Well, there's there's a storm. Yes. Yes. So there. this is well. Is this when? When do they go to the resort? When do Cooper and Chase go? So to the that's resort? at the end of the episode. So they're in no. the so in the middle of it. Yes. The storm the is end. at the end of the episode. No, the storm's in the middle. Storm's in the, after. Um, no, because they have the puppy pile. They have the puppy pile, and then at the next day they go searching for what whatever's going on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so what they're doing, Casey and Brody go out walking, the whole attack thing happens. They come back and he he's like, Let's move inland and he's like, I'm in charge and people are like, Whoa, whoa, whoa and then he gets in a fight like with um what's the black guy's name again? Cooper. Cooper. He get in a, they get in a fight and uh I think did did uh did Cooper somebody sucker punch somebody. And Cooper then Chase, punches Brody. Cooper punches Brody, Brody gets a knife and threatens he, he Chase. Takes, he takes Chase's knife, threatens Cooper yeah. and Chase, and then mm-hmm. he eventually. I think this might be when Chase is like, "What happened out there, Casey? Yes. Did he attack you?" And then he drops the knife and he's like, "Somebody watch the fire." Yeah, and, Brody's like, "Whatever, I can just go." Uh, and then he's like, he just walks off, and yes. then the storm comes. And the storm that. comes, and so because Chase found the raft tent, she takes a select chosen few off to have a puppy pile nap time in the raft <laughs> tent, which is sort of adorable, but it has to be very sticky and smelly and gross. Oh, so gross, yeah. But yeah, then Cooper comes to the puppy pile late, and we, I wrote down, how dare you find things? Because he's very affronted that she has a tent. I guess because <laughs> yeah. he didn't find it, it's very confusing. Well, it's also she's also still hiding things from everyone. Because everyone's like, there, there's like the storm coming, there's this massive wind, there's a lightning, and people are like, where the, where the hell did you find this? And she's like, don't worry about it, just get in. It's yeah. like, no explanation, she yeah. just has things that no one else has. It's she has not ridiculous. learned anything from the previous episode where hiding information from the rest of the group worked out so well. Well, that's okay, because she's a new character this episode, remember? That's, that's fair, <laughs> it's an anthology series. I, I really like that theory. So then they they wake up from the puppy pile. She goes down to the beach where there's the sign that says, find your way back. She sees the shell, the conch shell, or as Andy likes to say, the conch that she broke <laughs> with the little carved key fob inside. And she retrieves this key fob and is mm-hmm. pressing it. 
and she then remembers the locked suitcase that she took from the raft tent. So, so yeah, so she finds she finds this button thing, right? And yes. then she's like, mm, "That that means this is this is like a garage door opener for a case." Yes, and I can take this to the case because that's what this is for. Now, this is when they should have had the gratuitous Baywatch run because she's running down the beach to where she buried the locked case and also the case with medicine she takes mm-hmm. out the locked case and she's muttering random facts about the number 39 actually i'm not even sure if it's <laughs> truths about the number 39 but so she's like ridiculous I, do i press the button 39 times and she's like 30 plus 9 is that anything besides 39 <laughs> yeah, it's so, it, it is so absurd <laughs> and then finally she's like i'm gonna press it three times one two three now i'll press it nine times and then she does and it's like oh so the number you were looking for was actually 12 like <laughs> don't yeah well, well also like and, and and like that opens the case and it's like yes. totally ridiculous like yes i mean okay like I, no, and it's it's honestly hilarious to me because you're you get the sense that they're there's supposed to be tension in this scene, but I had there was no indication that like if she gets the code wrong on the key fob too many times that the the case is going to blow up or something. Like there's, there's no yeah, it's just danger like she's just other trying... than someone seeing her with a locked box. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just she's a she's a monkey messing with a what is it the, the obsidian plinth or just like banging at it and like it works and she's like yeah. It's like okay, great, you're in, and in the case is a gun. So I think she has bullets the word you were looking now. for was monolith, but yes, monolith. That's I, did, right. I did get your very sick Stanley Kubrick reference. Gun is that's what's in the box. Did we tell you that it's a gun? Yes, gun and bullets. <laughs> well, the bullets were actually elsewhere in the raft tent, but now she has a gun. Yeah. Oh, so. now she has the power. Yes, then. That's when they that she meets up with Cooper, and then she's like, let's go for a walk and try and see things. Yeah, so they go on a big hike, and they find the resort, and she wants to keep going up. Well, like, she wants to keep going, too, and they end up at the resort. He's like, fine, I'll follow you, and that's when they end up at the resort, because he's like, it's too far to keep going, you gotta stop. Yeah, well, it, the sun is setting. He has a good, like, Cooper yeah, is the no, only right. person making sense. He's like, it's getting dark, and we don't know, like, guy what that lives for food. out here. Yeah, the guy, the guy who keeps saying he's hungry and Cooper. Like, they should really team up and win all of the challenges and tell Jeff Probst to suck his dick. I can't wait for Jeff Probst to show up. It's going to be so rewarding for me. But <laughs> So he's like, it, it's, it's silly to keep going because it's going to get dark. Let's start early tomorrow so we have a, a head start, whatever. They find the resort, and they're like, ooh, running water. Ah, shitty resort there's beds we can sleep in so this is where and it took them it took them like 20 minutes to get back because it's still daylight out yes when they the sun back. is still up and this i think <laughs> is when i made the joke i was like maybe they're far north or south enough that it's one of those places where the sun is shining like 23 hours a day and i was like oh wait no <laughs> yeah. all of those places have very extreme temperatures so that can't be the case <laughs> or i guess they have yeah. very extreme cold temperatures anyway she goes back to the beach and this is when casey stomps off and has her i hate women monologue again please don't take that out of context listeners (laughs) patrons (laughs) so hitler was great per per evan hitler's great no no i'm quoting norm mcdonald quoting a hypothetical version of hitler's pet dog it's a difference in kind 
Oh, well, this is just a great episode for people uh, to use this I information against you. Can never run for office, and frankly, I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh boy! Now there's a bloody chair. Is what I have in my notes. Oh, she keeps having dreams where she's oh, in that basement yes. scene yes. again, and there's a woman begging her not to, begging Chase not to kill her. Chase kills her, and there's blood on the floor. Then she wakes up and. She's being dragged She's by people. being dragged like, from her raft tent where she no longer has a puppy pile, but she was sheltered from the elements. And even yeah. Cooper's like, you went too far, Chase. And they drag her down to the beach and they just like are beating the shit out of her. And they're like, "We can't, you shouldn't have killed him no matter what. Like, you can't do that. And she's like, what are you talking about? And then the camera cuts over to Brady, who has been stabbed and is Brady. lying dead. <laughs> Brody with her knife fucking rapist he's lying dead on the beach with a knife sticking out of his side and you know what's gonna happen so then they just start attacking her yeah then and she well she starts defending herself and they start attacking her yes and then they she, just she hit loses, her in the face with a rock and she loses consciousness and then wakes up in a sci-fi infirmary yes the end now prediction yes. time you know that Chase is going to get healed. She's going to talk to whatever eccentric millionaire has these idiots running around on this massive island. He's like, I want you to get back out there and go hunt the most dangerous game, man. <laughs> and I, I actually, I would love that. Oh, man, I'm in love with this character. He has a cowboy hat and he a does. pipe. So and I... Fancies himself I'm, like a strange Sherlock Holmes type of person. Wait, so you wait, you saw that character, right? Isn't it a? I I think there is a white guy with a mustache. Does with a he cowboy have a hat? Does he have a cowboy hat? Yes, he does. Does he have a southern accent? Yes, he does. Damn it! <laughs> oh man, I did see him. You're right. I'm not as clever as so, I thought. So I. I have seen part. I, I made it partway through this, the third episode you of the show. You need to stop watching these ahead of me because we have agreed to watch them together to maximize, I, or I guess minimize our discomfort. <laughs> so I will. So I watched the next episodes, and that's when I was like, Evan, we have to keep doing the show because it's Sue. So, it's so awful. Or as Jack Shepard would say on Lost, we have to go back. <laughs> I've been I've been so, waiting to make that joke this entire episode. I hope you know. <laughs> And I showed amazing restraint. Granted, we did do some Wikipedia detours, but it's fine. So what you know, so, prediction time. You know what is going to happen is that I, do, I know a little eccentric bit. I, millionaire character who I totally invented and is very cool is going to <laughs> heal up Chase, send her back onto the island, and she'll have only the vaguest memory of their conversation. And somehow Brody will also be alive with a vague memory of a strange conversation. And then... You'll have to wait until next time and then, to find out. <laughs> uh, Chase will say that she did not kill Brody with a knife because she has a fucking gun. And who shows up to a, a knife fight when you have... Wait. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, everyone everyone was right along with you. We know what you were going for. Who shows up to a, with a... Damn it, that doesn't work. I can't make the joke. Honestly, Evan, it works either way. You just need to carry through I'm with it. I'm stroke, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> to smell toast. No. Oh, no. Oh, God. You, who shows um, up to a knife fight without a gun? Maybe. Why Is do that we a, keep going? I don't. 
No, it's not. No, it's not it at all. You ruined it. Who shows up to a fight without a gun? I, <laughs> I can't. All right, you're done. Your joke, your joke rights have been revoked. That's There's awful. a perfect version of that joke that only exists in my imagination, and I just want you to know that it's so funny. You know what? You know what? Let's workshop this. We'll come back to it next up next episode about the island. <laughs> You're gonna st- next episode. You will start oh, with who comes die. who comes to a gun shop with a knife fight, and that's where we're gonna who end comes it. To a gun shop with a knife. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying and my stomach hurts. <laughs> so I don't have predictions because I saw what happens next partially, and that's when I, I had to stop in the middle of the episode because it was too painfully awful. And so that's I was I'm so excited to watch this next episode because it's this stuff. This stuff it does not get any better. It's so well, jazzed. Okay, <laughs> listeners, thank you for bearing with us, mostly me. Before we get into Good Watch territory, I think we should keep you apprised of what we have coming for next month's uh, worst horrible time of the year episodes. Um, oh, right. Netflix is coming out with some choice holiday content that I cannot oh, wait to sink my teeth into. <laughs> Evan is sending me trailers just because like, like I'll look at them at work and then I just send him like F-bombs because they, they hurt me. It was, be- it was rough stuff, folks. Oh, boy. Well, uh, yeah, we have lots of ideas for stuff we'd like to watch. We might have a a guest host joining us at some point. That might actually be our donors only. I'm not sure yet, but uh, stay tuned for our holiday Christmas uh, Fangoria Fantasia. Is that? I don't don't know. (laughs) Fangtasia. That's it. Good watch. You can go first because I need to put my glasses back on after crying. That's, sure. that's not a joke. That's uh, what really happened. So I'm I'm gonna recommend Jack Ryan uh, only season one on Amazon. Um, it is. I mean, I enjoy the book series, uh, and this this I'm pretty sure is a departure from the book series. Um, but I think they do a very good job of like tension and spy thriller stuff, um, and it's it's quite a bit of fun. I highly recommend it. Season two is treading into bad watch territory, in my opinion. Like I like it is nowhere near as good as the first season so yeah stick with the first season it's great i enjoyed it immensely uh, jack ryan yeah i haven't i haven't watched any of season two i mostly because andy started watching it and was disappointed somewhat and then continued to be disappointed and so <laughs> i by in con- i was disappointed by proxy i guess but i did very much <laughs> enjoy season one the only thing that i didn't really like about it was the atrocious fake beards <laughs> <laughs> which um were pretty ridiculous for most of the, that season. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. That's fine. It, but otherwise it's it's really well thought out and well acted. Like who knew John Krasinski could be an action guy? Like he he's so good in, in season one. He did one. great. Yeah. Krasinski did great. It's yeah. really fun. But my good 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 watch is it's a movie by one of our favorite directors, Denis Villeneuve. It is the oh. movie called Polytechnique, um, or I guess Polytechnic, but it's spelled, you know, Polytechnique, because French-Canadians, yo. And it is actually a, a based on a shooting that did occur at the Polytechnic University in either Montreal or Toronto. So it is 
violent and it is very difficult to watch at parts, but the way he uses that violence to tell a meaningful story, I found like really affecting. And even though like the characters he sort of follows are sort of fictional composites of, you know, different things that, that did actually occur during that shooting, it manages to really convey something about what it would be like to to sort of live through that or and I, in some cases you know not live through that and you know the effect that has on survivors and it is shot in black and white which i know some it bothers some people but i think when it's done well it's really effective and i think that that's the case here and that is last time i checked it was streaming on amazon prime so i i do have a fun story to tell about my parents uh, Andy, you might have heard this, but they have one of those Xfinity remotes where you can talk into and you can tell it <laughs> what you want to watch. And so my parents have Amazon Prime and they just kept saying, you know, hitting the microphone button saying Amazon and getting frustrated when their television kept prompting them to watch <laughs> documentaries about the Amazon for rainforest <laughs> and river. <laughs> and, and I was like, you do know it's Amazon Prime. And they're like, oh, so that's, that's this week in olds <laughs> uh, this weekend okay boomer it's this well oh, that's so much better this week i'm really crushing it tonight <laughs> this week in okay boomer <laughs> so i will probably i don't know andy and i haven't decided yet what our bonus episode for next month will be but we are i have committed to him that we are going to do all seven godforsaken episodes of the island <laughs> exclusively as bonus content. And we'll probably... I'm not sorry at all. It's going to be so awful great. We'll probably drop the first episode we recorded for last month's bonus in our regular feed at some point to sort of entice people to become donors and experience the joy that you is currently in your ears. So hang on tight for that. And uh, But we might do a Christmas movie for December. I don't know. Maybe we'll spice things up and try to read The Island as a show about the spirit of giving, which it's not, but it could be fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, But man. in any event, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, which hopefully you do since you're giving us money, um, thank you. And please keep doing so. We really appreciate it. Cheers. He's Andy. That guy's Evan. And this is Bad Watch. The Baywatch of Pod. We jiggle when we run. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Unfortunately for everyone, we jiggle when we run. <laughs>